and welcome back to the Across the Pod podcast, the third to last episode in the mini-series where I go through each place I visited in America for an NFL game and tell you what you can do in each place, as well as reviewing the stage I went through itself. So, third to last episode is going to be my favourite place of the entire trip, or in America in general, that I visited, New York. I would go here again and again and again. I loved it that much. But before we do that... Uh, my journey to there, um, of course, if you haven't yet listened to my episode involving Detroit and watching a game on Thanksgiving there, do pause this episode and go and check that one out. Um, but of course, I left the last one um, as if I was leaving Detroit. I went from Detroit to Washington to New York. Now, Detroit, the next morning I left, got a flight around, I think, about nine in the morning, maybe eight in the morning, um, got the flight from Detroit to Washington. And I mentioned before that you know in atlanta and tennessee i would um get off the plane and do something straight away and this is exactly what i did in washington so um you know got the flight left on time arrived on time no delays there no just lost the hat in the process but overall um can't really fault it i must say it's the hardest airport to move around you know it's the hardest one to know where you're going if you want to get a subway to go wherever you want to go it's really really tough to do but um and a subway with actually a good friend of yours. Um, it, it will be if you go there. It's, a, it's actually really good. But um, the one from the airport to the White House, which is what I did straight away, was not fun. Was not was was not well run. Um, and mainly because when you, if you want to get a bus ticket, sorry, a, a, a ticket for the subway, it's the most confusing machine, and there's nowhere to help you really. Um, so, so yeah, so. Basically, what I did was I knew I'd had only a day in Washington. I wanted to make the most. Um... So what I did, I got off the plane, headed straight for the White House. So I want to say about maybe a 40-minute journey from the subway station in the airport to the subway one nearest to the White House. Then it's about a 20-minute walk, I'd say, from um, from the, from that last stop and the walk to the White House. Um, so... So yeah, so got off the the walk to the White House and got some great pictures there. You know, did all that. Um, you know, a bit like Buckingham Palace in terms of, you know, it's a massive park first of all that you go through, like Buckingham Palace. I think it's called something like Lafayette Square or something. Um, and then you get to the White House. It's all boarded up, but you get to see it from a distance. Um, and and yeah, so you um. You do all that, and then obviously you then go to the White House, and you see that I got a picture of myself, of not myself, or I did get one of myself outside it, but I also got a picture through the gate, which may look like house actually in the garden itself. But um, you know, did all that, went to the Washington Monument, which is a famous thing that looks like a pencil. Um, tip for you: it's only about I'd say a twenty minute, um, twenty minute walk. I'd say maybe fifty minute walk from. Um, the White House and the Washington Monument. So if you are going to Washington, if you want to go, whether it's for a game where you want to go just to visit Washington, you can do both within the same day. You know, that was really cool. Got some great photos of that. Um, you know, all bit whilst excited because I knew I was going to New York the next day. Um, so I did that, then went to the, didn't go to a game FedEx field, but went to visit it. Um, you know, I um, got a picture outside it. I'm honest, didn't look that impressive, but now I'm on, I'm on this mission to complete the stadium set. I am going to game there next year. I'm planning to go to the Washington Commanders versus Philadelphia Eagles game on October 29th at FedEx Field, and that will be 
the third to last stage manifested, and I, I, it will just be then the Allegiant stage in Vegas and the first entry stage in Cleaver, which I'll be going to in November. Um, but you know, did all that, got back to the Airbnb fairly late, fair play in a nice area. Um, again, a bit like the Atlanta one, you're very much in a very, very pretty area. I think it's Herndon, the area was called. Um, and and yeah, so that was really nice, very nice neighborhood. Again, you felt really, really safe there. Um, but then I knew I had a, I believe it was a one o'clock, it was like it was one fifteen, the bus was to get from Washington to New York. But then, you know, it didn't arrive until three. There was massive delays. Everyone was freaking out. But thankfully, you know, the bus arrived. Um, I think it's a wonder coach. That is, I mentioned Greyhound being bad, reliable. Uh, this is even worse. Uh, so if you are wanting to get a bus, I would still say get a train or get a flight because the buses are terrible in America. Wonder coach is not the one. And there's no seatbelts. Very rude driver. Not a great experience. But then... Of course, I get to New York, and this is where I met my friend James from university, who stayed with me for the final three places before we both got back to the UK. And yeah, so he actually had an even worse journey than me. So he had, um, I think it was delayed by something like, I want to say six hours, his flight was delayed by, something ridiculous. He got there way, way sooner. I mean, we both got our journey delayed. We ended up both getting there about, I mean, I got there about, I think, I got there to get Paul to meet him about, I want to say half eight. He can get there till about quarter to ten. Um, his journey sounded horrific, especially knowing how long a journey is to a journey is to New York. Um, but yeah, that was really the first day wrapped up. So we both, you know, met up in New York, and we just got we both got an Airbnb straight back to our. So I got a, an Uber back to our Airbnb in New York in Queens. Um, and then the next day was all about the New York Jets. Now, you know, New York Jets is not a team of mine that I I like that much. They are I mentioned before in the Bills episode, in the in the sort of last episode that you know, the Bills are my the least worst of three because you know I, I love Jim Kelly and I, I like like his story and I made some good friends who are Buffalo Bills fans. Um, but yeah, you know, we went to watch the Jets play the Bears, and then this is where I bumped into a friend of ours, Sean, and his family. Now, Sean is a guy I met originally in Boston. So, in 2019, I went to my first game in America, and the first time on my own in America to Boston. Now, I went to watch New England Patriots take on the Kansas City Chiefs, so Brady against Mahomes. Main reason was, even though he plays for the Patriots, I have to see Brady play at some point before he retires. I'll be doing the same thing this year with LeBron James um, when I go to maybe one or two basketball games this year. Obviously, the main desire is Steph Curry and James Harden, but certainly um, I want to see LeBron James play before he before he retires. I think it's definitely becoming close towards that time where he hangs up his hangs up his boots. But yeah, so we met so basically I, you know, through NFL UK fans group, which has been, you know, for me, that group has been helped me get back into writing and it helped me um, you know, meet people such as Sean. So I put on the group chat just out of chance, you know, oh, I'm going to this game, um, you know, and then basically Sean Compton saying, we're going to the game too, and we're f- they're from the UK, they're from Luton area. So, yeah, I met up with Sean and his wife, Philippa, in 2019, and we spent time in Boston together, so we went, we met up in the morning of the, of the day of the game, went to the Gillette Stadium, which, you know, it's put out there, because I'm not doing an effort on this time in Boston, it's a cool stadium. Very unique. There's a lot of things that you don't get in other stadiums, if I'm honest. And I think I, I paid a lot of money for this to get, I think, about $400. 
And I think without realizing, I paid for a VIP because my seats were very, very comfy. They were not the regular seats. That, um, you know, they were, they were, they were leather seats. It, it was, it was great. And but my God, was it cold? And I did not wear enough layers, which really helped me in a way prepare for Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Because I'd worn what I'd worn in Boston to Green Bay and uh, Pittsburgh, which to make you realize how cold, how how stupid I was in this decision, I wore Vans. That says it all for minus six degrees Celsius in Boston. So. But yeah, met up with Sean there, spent the time tailgating with him and the friends he'd made from Boston. Um, and then fast forward you know, a couple of years, met him in London, and I've been meeting him again this year in London as well. So I text Sean saying, um, he, so he texts me saying, going to any NFL games, and he meant, and we mentioned, both mentioned that we both going to the same game as each other. So that was just by chance. Who'd have thought that we both ended up going to the same games in multiple years? It's just, that's a spooky in my eyes. But, um, but yeah, really nicely, Sean again. So in the morning, you know, we hadn't yet really seen New York that much because when he got there, it was dark. You saw a little bit of New York, but not really the full wrath because it is so light. But then, um, of course, the next day, um, we met at about, about, I think, 11 in the morning um, in New York. But when he, you know, we, we got the subway, which it's confusing, but it's really regular. And if you know where you're going, it's really handy. So me and James got the um, early subway get from Airbnb in Queens to get to the um, New York main sort of area. And, you know, what was really cool is that when you get off the subway, the first thing you see is um, the Empire State Building, which more on that later on. But, um, you know, we weren't meant to see originally. We, lot we couldn't find. I think we ended up in the wrong station to meet Sean and his family. Uh, and then we met up with Sean, his daughter, Lauren, and her other half, Tom. Unfortunately, Philippa couldn't make it. She'd... Um, you know, wasn't wasn't very well. So it was the three of them, which was still was still good. Um, and yeah, we spent basically the whole of the pregame stuff with them. So, you know, we met up and we first of all we got I got an amazing sandwich before we even get in the subway. Uh, we got it near no Airbnb. Fantastic sandwich, one of the best I've had ever. Uh, but yeah, going back to the the um the gate day of the game. So, you know, we met up with you know, Lauren, Tom, and Sean. We spent all the, of the pregame stuff together. So, you know, we went to you know, different tailgate bits. So we went to this one bit where you can try and, um, you know, throw a ball into the targets, you know, and other things you can do. You know, they were giving out free jet t-shirts, which I point blank refused to even touch, let them wear. But, um, you know, James did buy one. I think Sean and Lauren bought one for, was it a cousin or a nephew? There was a member of the family they bought this this t-shirt for, for the Jets. And even though I think it's actually one of the best badges, but I can't, I can't even think about wearing anything Jets related. Or even, but obviously went to the pro shop, which I ended up, you know, touching a few things, you know. But overall, you know, it was, I will say it actually was a good pro shop. There's loads of stuff you can get in there. So if you are a Jets fan listening um, and you want to go to a game MetLife Stadium, um, I'd say, yeah, definitely do it. But then the rain kicked in. Um, so not only were we t- told that there was no Justin Fields, there was no basically there was no backup quarterbacks for both teams. Um, you know that was a little bit of a you know oh this could be uh, potentially a bit risky, but not a great game. But you know the game actually was pretty good. Uh, the Jets did win, uh, thirty-one points to ten in very rainy conditions. But they were giving out uh, five-dollar ponchos, which is a far cry from the ponchos that you were getting in in Boston, where it was like thirty, forty dollars. For like a, I don't know, like some sort of like rain protector, warmer. I don't know, but yeah. So we obviously went to the game. This is the first time where I tried getting into the lower end to try and watch players warm up, but 
security point blank said no. Um, so for that, for the, in the case of that, um, well, got to cut a poncho, went to the game. It's actually one of the ones where I didn't film the game. Um, I just wanted to, first of all, not get my phone wet, but also just um, take in with James, maybe explain him the rules, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, the New York seats were really good. Um, you know, I know Vernon Case talked about this on his podcast, where it's his favourite stadium. I wouldn't put it that far, but it was still, you know, really cool to see a game in New York. Well, technically Jersey. So if you want us to get to, you know, a game in a New York Jets game or New York Giants game, if you're a Giants fan, listen to this podcast, or if your team's on the road against one of these teams, you have to get a train. There's a train to Jersey. Now, you have, you have to really, we had to ask the conductor in the end because we had no, I think Sean and Lauren knew so they told, and the three of them told me what you have to get. But I'm sure if you went up to a guy working behind the desk, he would tell you what you have to get. I'm sure he had that request a thousand times, but you know, got on our seats, you know, really good seats. It's a shame in a way the game wasn't great. But overall, yeah, really cool. It's James's first game, NFL game live. I think the first one he's watched that hasn't been a Super Bowl, uh, even whether it's on TV or real life. Um, so I bet it was nice for him actually watching a game at a normal time, like 1 p.m. rather than 1 a.m. You know, but um, you know, the stage myself, yeah, I'd say it's it's good. I think you know, definitely there could be improvements made to it. Um, but you know, overall, you can't really fault it. And it, I've, I've been told that the Giants version is better in terms of. Uh, I think they they're the main sort of owners the stadium. I think the Jets pay rent to the Giants or something like that. Or what that's so far, I don't know. One, two of those ones where teams share stadiums is like that, where one team rents from the other. But you know, really cool pregame stuff. There was a little Jets going over the stadium, which of course you'd expect being called the New York Jets. Um, and there was like red zone going on as well um, on the screen, which you saw in Jacksonville as well. But then, of course, that was really the, the main part of the day done. Um, but then, of course, we have the evening to spend. So, you know, if you listen to our Many of our episodes before involving Jets, you know that Olivia, friend of the show, went to the game as well. So um, she's been on the podcast many times before, and I I went, I met up with her and her boyfriend in this bar in New York, and that was a really cool um, bar. You know, you watched, they had all the games on there, all the second lot of games. You know, it was really nice to meet Olivia in person. I'd met her, you know, on podcasts over Zoom, but never met her in person. Um, so. Yeah, it was nice to see her, and I'm hoping to see you again when I go to the watch party in London at Marlborough, where the Dolphins play the Jets on Black Friday um, with Fins Nation UK, and I think Jets UK are going to be there as well. Um, did that, and then spent the rest of the day doing that. But then the next day is where the fun really began. So the next day, we planned to go to the Empire State Building. So got there around one o'clock in the afternoon, you know, had some food in the morning, Um and basically walked around New York and saw Macy's, which is where they filmed Elf, but they call it uh, Gimbal's instead for legal reasons. But yeah, that, that, that day went to the Empire State Building. So this for me was my favourite thing I did in the entire journey, five, three months. I absolutely loved this. This was um so cool. The Empire State Building, New York, I had a poster when I was, when I was in university, um, 2013, 14 sort of time where it's off New York. And I had this dream for years to get to New York. And I don't know why the dream faded for a few years, but I've always wanted to go to New York. I've always had this desire to go, you know, Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, and do all that. So to get to do that was outstanding. And it, it was, I can't speak enough about how um, good the views were. You know, you see the whole of the New York skyline. You see the whole, pretty much a lot, a lot of New York in this one view, you know, and it's it's superb. It really is. I can't really um, speak highly enough of that. You know, it's um, 
I feel sorry for James Lovett because he was a bit unwell um, on on the tour, and the first day or two he was in he was in um he was in New York, um, but you know it was so nice to see New York and just it was almost like a childhood dream just realised in one in one day. You know, seeing that was just superb. Um, you know, seeing all the history behind the way they built it, you know, there was Christmas stuff there because it was late, late November, early December, you know, and seeing all of that is just superb. And you, you go higher and higher up, you see more and more views, you get to see more and more of the classic stuff you see on TV, the classic parts of the, of the, um, of this, of the building. And, you know, just so many things there it was, was really, really cool. And, you know, I could go on for hours now about how nice it was. Uh, but somehow we had to leave, unfortunately. Um, you got to see all the views, learn history about the, the building of the of the build of the of Empire State Building, and then we you know we went to do a few more things. You know, for example, we uh, went to a shop and I got myself you know a T-shirt and a couple of um, souvenirs like models. I still got in my room. I can see them right now. Um, looking over me, which is a really nice memory. And then you know we had a few more hours to spare, so we went, found a basketball shop and a baseball shop. Looked around the stuff there. Uh, walk past Broadway, uh, and then we went towards Times Square. Um, but of course, all of this was, you know, after meeting back up with Shirley. Of course, if you haven't yet listened to our Tennessee episode, do check it out because I met Shirley, Karen, and her friends in Tennessee in a queue for a restaurant in, in a wait in a waiting area. So we kept in contact, and Shirley is from um, from New York or lives there at least, and um, we met for food. So we had to with Shirley and a, and, a, and a husband, and then Karen as well came. Uh, we met we up with them. So yeah, that was really cool. Really nice to see him again. We had a nice little talk. Also, James got to meet them as well. And we had amazing food. It was actually it was actually an, an Irish pub. We had a plan to go to an original restaurant, but unfortunately, it um it wasn't when he got when he got there. It wasn't when we got there. They'd already moved on. We didn't have the stick uh, or the Wi-Fi to. Have WhatsApp available, but they moved on because there wasn't any seats available. But went to this Irish bar. The food is great, as you'd expect. You know, had a nice three or four hours together, um, talking, eating, etc., etc. Um, before then going to Times Square in the evening, um, which again was really cool. You know, we 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 gone past the Rock Rockefeller Center, which we did go to a few days later. I mean, when we walked around Times Square, you know, saw a shop called Pele Soccer, which is unbelievable um, sports memorabilia shop and then we went to the disney store which um james went into because his girlfriend is really into disney danielle so went into there looked a few stuff and you know my parents went to new york in 1999 and um well 98 maybe but they got you know as toys from that shop from a from a shop in new york in times square where it was you know i got buzz Lightyear, my brother got woody and those actual same toys were in this shop so it was quite it was quite Fitting that I would go to the pretty much the exact same shop in the exact same place and see the exact same toys. Um, but no, yeah, going back to um, actually before I carry on, actually, um, we were in the basketball shop and we saw a massive queue. And I was asking the the um, guy who works there, oh, what's this big queue for? And he tells me, oh, they're meeting Desmond Bain, the basketball player, and because they were playing in New York. I believe it was a day before or day after. I come. They were playing at some point in New York. Desmond Bain and his team, and you know, it's um, I could have really. I would love to have. You know, I'd love to have gone there. You know, you know, even though know, the Grizzlies aren't a team that I really fully, you know, watch because there's no real players that. Because I watch basketball mainly for players more than teams, and no player in Memphis really, you know, 
John Morant did for a little bit, but not now. Um, so, you know, I could have stayed there, but again, it's all about, you know, I didn't want to drag James somewhere. He's not a basketball fan, so I didn't want to drag him around too much about sport because the Sunday was so NFL and sport-based. I felt guilty if, again, I made him wait two hours to see a play he's never heard of. But nevertheless, you know, walked around Times Square, you know, met up with Shirley beforehand, then walked around more Times Square. Now, Times Square is nuts. So I'm going to say this right now. In a nice way, it's very, very busy, which I that's why I live in New York. I love the hassle bustleness of it. But, um, you know, seeing all that, you know, lights, the various different shops you can go to, it's superb, you know. Uh, went to Applebee's that evening as well, or maybe it was the evening afterwards. Um, but, had some food. The food there was superb. Everywhere you went, whether it's pizza, whether it was food, whether it's restaurant food, superb. And now we walk past Madison Square Garden, and I do want to go back there at some point. Now, whether it's just before Cleveland, or whether it's uh, when I go to a game there in this season coming up, or whether it's just before Buffalo when I go there for a game in mid October, all depends on the NFL schedule, on the NBA schedule, because I want to make sure that I firstly see Steph Curry play live. I see James Harden play live, but I also see a game in Madison Square Garden. So hopefully when I'm around about Buffalo at that time or whether I'm around Cleveland at that time in November, hopefully the Sixers or the Warriors or whoever carry, whoever Harden's playing for at that time, um, hopefully they're playing in New York at that point. Um, but, you know, did all that on the one day, got to see Times Square, got the subway back, and then the next day was all about the Statue of Liberty. Now, for this one, it was a fairly early start. I went about, you know, around about 10, 11 in the morning, had about an 8 a.m. starting point. Then, you know, you go from there and you basically, you can get tickets in advance. We'll get them on the day. We got them in the morning of the of the tour. You know, we got there before we left. So but I won't say it's about Statue of Liberty. The Empire State Building is about $40 each, $46 each. And Statue of Liberty is about 20, $23. Um, dollars for for tickets to go there now you can pay more though we didn't get the more price of tickets you could have gone literally in amongst the head of the statue of liberty but we did a thing where we just walked around it if i'm honest you still we saw we still saw all the sites so i don't think it was that that necessary to go in there but you know you get the ticket you join the queue and you go on this ferry now like the empire state building and like the statue of liberty so much security which i understand completely after you know after what's happened in the, in the years gone by. But, you know, we had about three different stages where you had to go through airport-style security. So it's, it's fine. It's, it doesn't take too long, thankfully. There's enough people working there. You went there for about five minutes tops, and that goes for Empire State Building and Statue of Liberty. So, yeah, went there, walked around there, got a photo next to it, had a look around it. Again, you to get on the ferry, and you, it takes, like, a long way around there, but you can sort of see for a lot of times on this, whilst on the ferry, you're sort of almost circling around the Statue of Liberty, you're doing all that um and you're, you're seeing the empire state building and it gets closer and closer to you and gets bigger and bigger before eventually you make it on land and you um and you do go on um obviously on the on the main land area where statue of liberty is that was really cool that was really good um you know did all that and then what we did after that so you, after the statue of liberty went into the, the downtown area you know, saw the you know where they filmed the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Before then, um, before going to the Rockefeller Center, we went to um watch the World England game in this bar in New York. And whilst it was a great atmosphere in there, um, I wouldn't say it particularly. It was a great experience watching Wales lose and get knocked out. But 
I'd have regretted if I hadn't gone. Um, but yeah, one from there to the Rockefeller Center. Um, the game was fab. Similar view to the Empire State Building in terms of you see the skyline, but from different angles, which is great. You know, I know we, we were thinking to be going in the daytime, but we went, went in the nighttime, but we saw some great nighttime views. We got to see New York. Got, got to see New York in an entire different viewpoint from that angle. So we saw the daytime views from Empire State Building, got to see the night views from um from from similar sort of angle of New York. So, you know, got to see better both worlds. But, you know, I am a big fan of the film Big. Now, Big was filmed in New York, and there was a big piano in Macy's in New York. So after that, I had dragged James round to try and find um the big piano and eventually found it and it was closed down. So it got a picture, you know, from the outside of it, but you couldn't actually go in and go and see the piano because there was um sort of maintenance going on at the time. But that was the next day wrapped up. And now the day after that, the New York for me there's so many things I could have done, I will try and do next time. But you can do so much stuff in New York. It really is something for everyone in New York. I think that, but yeah, absolutely worth it in my eyes. And next day, we went to, well, I went, I wanted to go and see. Basically, the next day was something that I really wanted to see and something that James really wanted to see. So James is really into a band called Blossoms. Now, I, I like some of their songs, but you know, James is pretty much obsessed with them. Uh, he loves them. And um, so we found this thing where, you know, it was where an album was pictured there. But after that, we went to the, where they filmed, well, I think where they filmed it, where the, the house is in Friends. Now, we don't know Friends is actually based in New York, but the actual inside the houses is all filmed in LA. But the outside bit is all is all New York. So like the, the, the Friends house that you can see um, on the programme is real. And I got to actually get a picture of that and see where friends is filmed, which is which is really cool. Um and that was really nice for me because even though it was it wasn't the best weather conditions, it was so nice to just see that house and it made me feel like I was actually I was actually in friends. And it's you know, a bit of a trek to get to, but I think if you're a fan of friends, it's worth going to. So after that, on the same day we went to visit the 9-11 memorial, which was very moving, very, very emotional. Point. You're seeing all the names that um, people who lost their lives. You're seeing where the actual incident took place, and they've actually the bit where the incident happened. They've converted it now to like a like a bank of, of like a riverbank. Um, so it's quite a pretty pretty area. Um, so yeah, that was a time where time where we reflected and just had to really just pay our tributes and pay our respects to um, people that were had lost their lives sadly in 9/11. But after that, we walked around Central Park, um, you know, saw an ice rink, saw the famous bits of Central Park. Uh, again, a bit wet, but we still got to see all the famous bits of Central Park. You know, but you see, if you watch Elf or you watch Friends, you'll see that it's, um, you know, a park that you can you can walk around in. And in the evening, we went to watch the Christmas lights being lit up in Rockefeller Center. Now, this is a event that we didn't know about until we got there. And we didn't know it was even happening when we were there, but we were very lucky actually. Our last day in New York, our last evening in New York, it was the um, the official like they have, it's a, even a televised event where you go where you see the light being lit up. Now I'm going to say this: a lot of waiting around. Now it was on American TV, so there was commercial breaks and there was different after breaks along the way. But um, was, like Alicia Keys sang, didn't sing um, the New York song, which is I think is a crime. They all sang Christmas songs I didn't know any of them what any of them were. Gwen Stefani played as well. Um, 
and you're waiting a long time now. This was chaos. I mean, the actual wait um, to try and get in. We thought at one point we were going to get in. They told us, oh, there's only room for 70 more. There's about, I reckon we have about maybe 300 in the queue. We all eventually got in and got a fairly good view of it. Um, and obviously when it was all building up to this one moment, you know, we didn't know what was going on. But then eventually, you know, um, we saw eventually there was a countdown towards it. And then eventually, you know, this, this is the last day of November as well. Um, and yeah, amazing, amazing experience just to see it um, go from being a regular tree with a bit of lights on it to then suddenly um, being lit up. Unbelievable experience. And this is one thing that really was where New York ended. But that's one thing I'm going to say about New York is that if you want to go to New York, you have to go. And if you, I'd recommend any time to go, it would be this time of year. So end of November, early December, because it's so nice and Christmassy. You know, there's Christmas markets everywhere, Christmas music playing everywhere. There's everywhere it's just so nice and pretty at that time of year. And I think that whilst I think it'd be great in the summer to go, maybe even March or maybe in the autumn, like early autumn, like maybe early November, late October. But if you get a chance to get any time of year and you get a choice, I would pick this time of year because it's just, if you like, I love Christmas. I don't care about Halloween, don't care about Easter really, but I love Christmas time. The build up it, probably more than the day itself, if I'm honest. Um, and I love, I love all of that. So to be in New York at that time of year, I think it's superb. And I think definitely if you want to go on a couple's weekend and you like your city breaks, please, please consider choosing New York and go end of November because, yeah, superb, superb, superb. I really can't speak highly enough of that. Uh, but yeah, that's really it, where our time in New York ended. So the next morning, we'll get our flight to Dallas, and that's really where the next episode begins. We'll be all about my time and James's time in Dallas. I hope you guys enjoyed the Across the Pod episode. In the meantime, I've been your host, Andy. I'll catch you guys next time.